this Galarian life. The final battle begins and things get a little dicey. I think we're all dead already. Yeah. Cool. Shit, man. Nice game, guys. Characters must make important decisions. I'll be in the corner of the room. Because I'm going to escape out the door and leave all you fuckers to die. They use all their resources and cunning. Well, I have the uh, wand of full heals. And the rare candy. Actually, I have three <laughs> rare candies. Looks like I can do two attacks now. But can they come together to save themselves? Oh, I thought you were coming on to me. Yeah, let's kill them. <laughs> and can they win this war? They never planned to fight him. What would you see is your goal? I want to that... free my land of these invaders. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Galarian Life. It's your DM, Derek, here coming to you. I'm sorry that this episode is a little bit late. I was at work a little later than normal a lot of this week, and that's when I usually edit the episodes, so it took me a little longer to get it out. But here it is, and it's a good one, so hopefully the wait was worth it. This episode, if you're all caught up, is the continuation of last week's fight. It's a this might be the first time that the party actually has had to uh, fight a major battle without any prep time going in, where they have already been fighting a battle. So things could get dicey. But that being said, this if they win the fight, this might be the end of the Fort Riston saga and. I think we've had a lot of fun fighting the Fae, but maybe we're all ready to move on to the next chapter of the adventure. Uh, with that being said, we are in the process of getting a Twitch channel together. Uh, we'll post more about it on Twitter in the coming days, but know that we are going to start streaming some video games, maybe uh, opening up some rooms for you all to chat with us about the show or whatever you might want to talk about. I know everybody but me has been playing this game called Mordhow that they really like and they'd be streaming that. Me and Jeff have been playing Kingmaker for a while. We could do that. I'm doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke run on Ultra Moon right now which isn't going great but I could probably figure out a way to stream that. So if any of you are interested in that kind of stuff just let us know on Twitter and we'll let you know when we get the opportunity to do it. As always, like, review, share us on iTunes and all the other podcasting apps, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, follow us anywhere you can find us. So we'll get just straight into the episode. Introducing episode 29, Lady in Red, Cap. So I've been having a problem the past um, several weeks. The D20 I've been using is just absolute garbage. Seems like whenever I'm in a fight that could potentially be challenging for you all, I can't roll higher than a five, which I mean is good for you, I suppose, but not great for the listening audience or, or my enjoyment of the game. But then something happened. When I was walking into work the other day, I happened to glance down in the street and sitting there was an ivory white d20 i picked it up and i am now its owner let me tell you something this thing rolls with some fucking heat i don't things, like that so things might be uh changing for you guys i don't believe this dice exists send picks that was it did you hear it i mean i heard it but like every other fucker dice sounds the same <laughs> oh he just blew it off too very fancy it got a little dusty so Here's the situation you all find yourselves in. You have murdered Hulk Grundlechar, or I should say, 
uh, Deirgra, the red cap boss, uh, put the finishing touches on him. You guys did all well. It's an easier fight than I expected it to be. But here's the situation you're in. Grogug is at the top of the room, and he has a red cap and that big dog-like creature uh, standing right next to him. Uh, right next to the dog creature is Cyrix, who is also flanked by Deirdre. And all all of those characters are outside of the grease spell that still exists on the floor. Uh, Truxton Pendleton is in the grease, and he is stunned for one more round of combat. Wait, does the grease not go away when the caster dies? It does not. Big fuck. About ten feet away from Truxton is one more red cap that looks a little bit stronger than the one that's standing next to Grogu, but a little bit weaker than Deirga. On the bottom portion of the room, once again outside of the grease, is Greg wielding his mighty, mighty bow, and Sirio. The traitor. The, the person who you guys keep saying is a traitor, but has done nothing to show that yet. When he uh, stabs me in the back, I will be justified. So, Sirio's turn. He charges through the grease and attacks Sirix, and uh, he kills her right to death. Cool, I'm out. It's been a great run, y'all. Well, goddammit, Derek, now what am I supposed to do? Deerga slams her scythe into Hulk. He's dead, and then I believe Grogug says he's going to kill her first, and then she says, not if I kill you first. And the second wave of this boss fight begins. I'm gonna point out here, you said second wave, not second half. I'm concerned. I mean, without revealing too much, second half would also be appropriate. Round so, two, fight! So, as soon as Deirga makes her intentions known, something changes. Uh, uh, you know how I've been describing this different in the light there's sometimes more green in yeah. this world. Yeah, but this this area doesn't have green light. It didn't. Uh, from, from the walls encapsulating this room, the light kind of, just the green kind of starts spreading in. You don't feel anything, but it kind of comes in from all four sides of the room, and when it all combines right in the center, um, where the body of the large dead Spriggan is, there is an intense flash of green light, and you feel, coming off of that light, you feel something pulling you almost to a different, like, oh no, plane of existence. Oh no. Um, I rolled your, it's not really a save, but I rolled your uh, resistances off air. Will and Cyrix. Yeah. You're the only two affected. This shit again? Oh, fuck. I swear to God. Derek just hates us and wants <clears throat> to split the party so he can kill us. So you kind of pop and you find yourselves almost like floating in the air, but it's, it's like an out-of-body experience kind of thing. You're floating over a larger town surrounded by forests. It's like a fort city, kind of massive walls surround it. There's a large gate at the front, um, and it, it looks familiar. This is actually the city where you first arrived in the dreamscape, where you fought those doppelgangers. So you're floating over it, and you don't really have control of how you're moving. You start floating towards this large tower a little bit outside of the town. There's a window on top, and your essence is kind of just 
soar in through the window. It's large and stone and dark except for some porches along the walls. You notice on one end of the room is this like a large ornate clock sitting next to it. There's a wardrobe. Opposite of the room of a wardrobe is this large clockwork-looking man. But the only thing in this room that's moving at all is a woman in the corner just kind of rocking back and forth. Are are we, like, uh, permanent? Like, are, are we ethereal or not? Is we corporeal? That's the word, corporeal. <laughs> Thank you. No, you're... You're not physically present. You're, it's, it's like your your senses have been shifted. So you're watching a scene. Um, more wine for this. I'm very upset and very confused. You, you push out of your consciousness and you somehow attempt to communicate. Uh, and there seems to be like a, a telepathic bond between you. Mm-hmm. So you can communicate with each other. Terex? Yes? What's going on? I don't know. I would assume we're in some other level of this weird shared weed experience that we have engaged in. Well, as you're thinking that, you notice that there is not any green light anywhere. Like, you flew over town and you could see for a long ways out and you couldn't make any green out. Everything's just normal. Um, I attempt to communicate with the lady that's passed out. She's not passed out. I attempt to communicate with the woman. Nothing. I reach out with my uh, whatever psychic mind thing that lets me hypnotize myself. Whatever those like occult things were. The skill unlocks? Yeah. That's gonna take you like a long time. That's like ten minutes I think. How do I know we don't got the time? (laughs) Because she starts talking. (laughs) She starts rocking back and forth more violently and she goes, I don't know how it got like this. I think I'm losing my mind. It's disappearing. I don't know. It's awful. What did I do? What did I do? Bitch, wake the fuck up. As she's saying what she's saying, like her head is twitching and she's just like convulsing in ways that don't make sense for a person to person who's in their right mind to be doing. She'll like raise her hand and like smack at something in the air that's not there and then take it down, run it through her hair, look at her palm, and then just kind of like blow at it. We do Sirix, are you good at heal? Um, I don't have any points in heal to my knowledge, and it is not a class skill. <laughs> Damn it, I only have my wisdom bonus to heal. I don't know what to do here, Derek. I don't know how to help this person. Go ahead and try to make a heal check. That's an 18. Um, like, 18 total? Yeah, because it was, it was a 15 plus 3. Um, yeah, she's suffering from some sort of mental condition. Make me a sense motive check. That's a 31. Um, She seems to have the early stages of schizophrenia. She doesn't seem to know where she is right now or what's going on. But as as you deduce that, she's kind of just slapping around at the air and she says... She looks at the wall with the clock and goes, Thank you for helping me, friend. Without you here, Mr. Clock, I don't know what I would do. 
I don't know what to do. I can't do it. Is that clock evil and animated, Derek? No, it's a clock. <laughs> Is there a face on it? Is that I a mean, demon clock? Is that I a mean, weird fake creature disguised as a clock, Derek? It's it's just a clock, but technically, yes, it does have a face. She kind of starts, like, breaking down, crying. I, I don't know. I can't do it. And then, all of a sudden, she becomes, like, super alert. And she stares kind of in your direction, but it's like she's looking past you. And she says, If our heroes of fate have come, I have trapped them. Only I can free them. And then she just, like, with, like, supernatural speed, uh, she stands up and she starts digging through the wardrobe and she pulls out a, a crystal and orb. And you all start floating near it and she goes i i must deliver them the message and she starts like doing an incantation over the crystalline orb and there's images that start appearing uh you see an entrance to a fort the same fort you were just in a hobgoblin army begins to approach and they take a giant battery ram to the door and push it open, and then they charge in, and several rangers who are sitting in the courtyard dressed exactly like Sirio's dressed right now pick up their weapons and begin charging, and it flashes a couple times. A ranger slaps down a hobgoblin with his sword, but then it flashes to another area of the fort, and a hobgoblin strikes at the knees uh, with a giant club of one of the rangers, and then the ranger falls, and the hobgoblin, like, smashes his face in with his his boot but it's probably two to one hobgoblins to the rangers but the rangers are noticeably better trained and they start pushing back but from the northern side of the fort there's a, a shake and a tremendous roar and a large black dragon descends on the fort you just hear them muttering Isabarak is here this battle's over and the dragon seeds just starts spitting waves and waves of acid at the rangers and they they all fall um and the ones who don't fall either surrender or are taken prisoner and the dragon once things are all said and done the dragon stands up and he says god this fought it's strategic importance is very very useful for us I leave you to your own doings but do not lose this if you fail it will be your own doing you will suffer for it and he flaps his wings and begins uh, taking lift off and then the the scene changes in the crystal ball and there's 20 or so hobgoblins sitting in in the courtyard they're all pretty drunk and without noticing these creatures just kind of start flashing into existence and one of them uh, steps to the hobgoblins and just kind of smashes it over the head with a club and he goes dudes the party's about to start but you're not invited Hulk Grundlechar uh, and his little army of Korreds systematically destroys all of the drunken hobgoblins uh, completely unaware 30 probably of the Korreds are there and hobgoblins can't put up much of a fight because they've been taken off guard and once they're dead Hulk goes up into the tower stands on the balcony and goes oh brothers the Red Rock Revel has begun <laughs> 
and he grabs one of the hobgoblins that was like in the throne room area and he uh, holds them over the balcony and slits them like on the neck and just starts draining the blood onto a pile of rocks down there. This is gonna be fun. And then you're back in the throne room. Um, is the green light gone? You pop in and there's still the green light, but it begins to recede. What the hell was that? I don't know, and I don't like it. You could say that again. Truxton's turn. Uh, unfortunately, Truxton is still stunned for one last round from that old save for the Hulk's laughing thing. I've been very good at rolling today. And it is Doglack Creature's turn. I am going to roll with that brand new d20 I found. And let's see what it does. The dog thing's attacking Grogu. What What do you guys think I just rolled? A nat one. That is a natural 20. If you were doing this on Skype, you'd see me doing bunny ears whenever Derek says natural 20. I mean, they're going to come up eventually. So that's a nat 20, which is a crit threat. That's 21 damage, Grogu. I fall to the ground unconscious and dying. Okay. Uh, so then it is Sirio's turn. That sounds awful. I'm very sorry. So he attacks the dog creature and he hits with his uh, halfling sling staff. Ooh, max damage. Eight points. To, and that puts it at Cyrix's turn. Um, so I'm going to take a five foot step. Hashtag no more flanking. And I'm going to hit Deergra. And Grogu is no longer providing any inspiration because he's fucking having himself snooze. Right. I don't. Well, by snooze, I mean he's bleeding to death. Does a twenty hit? Yes. Take twenty-eight damage. Now it's there. I finally almost did max damage once. That's beautiful. This red red cap that's not Deerga is gonna attempt make an acrobatics check to get over the the grease makes it. Um, Don't think I won't fucking put you down in the fucking ground where you belong, you little shit. You're only a five foot step away from six arrows. This is the one that you guys would have fought for. Derek, don't think I won't fucking put this little red cap in the fucking ground. I'm sure you will. Uh, I'll but fucking kill him right in front of his friends. But you're gonna take a shot from a scythe first. Um, 23. 23. Well, I got 21 AC, so I guess that hits me. Uh, take 14 damage. Ow. That's almost half my health. And Deerga's turn. She five foot steps, and she will attack Cyrix, who just attacked her. Hit me, bitch. I got full HP. I'm ready to fuck. Oh, that might not. Uh, 25. That doesn't hit. It does hit. You're gonna take 15 damage, and then... She attempts to kick you with the boot. 23. That hits. Uh, eight more points of damage. Cool, 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 cool. And it's Greg's turn. This little shit. I'm so fucking tired of fucking red caps and their fucking bullshit. I'm gonna five foot step up. Into the grease? Sure. Acrobatics check. DC 10. 12, I'm good. All right, time to fucking eat shit and die, you little bastard. Damn, he's getting the full point blank shot too. This is the first shot that has two arrows. Does the 24 hit him? Yes. 
Alright, uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to just roll up the rest of my arrows, or do you want me to... Go ahead and roll the damage on that. Oh, wait, no, I saw Gravity Bow. Uh, that's 25 damage to him, then. 25 damage. Going through his DR. How's he looking? He's, he's doing alright. Well, let's change that. Uh, here is my, uh, rapid shot arrow. Does a 20 hit him? Uh, that hits. How's 12 damage? He's looking a little worse for wear. And then this is my final shot, and I only get plus one bab for this, so it's only a plus seven. And I'm guessing a 13 doesn't hit him. A 13 does not hit him. Double damn. Okay, so Grogook's turn. Uh, Truxton, you are out of your stun and may act freely. Yay. Ooh, I would like to uh, do a focus strike on the, the Red Baron in front of me. Okay. <laughs> That's a plus two to attack and damage, correct? Technically, it's Baroness. Baroness. Yes, plus two, plus two attack and damage. That's a twenty-four. Uh, it hits. And that's a seven. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, a nine. Okay. Um, and it is the dog's turn. So he, the, he's he's not the, the smartest guy in the world, because uh, he's the dog. And there are two creature characters that have attacked his master in the last couple of rounds. So I'm going to roll a d4 to determine who he attacks. Cyrix and Truxton, who wants high, who wants low? Um, low. High. He growls and then attempts to bite at Cyrix. Uh, uh, that's a natural one. Yay! So he kind of just stumbles over himself mm-hmm. and and gets a little bit of Grogu's boot. Fucking nerd. Cereo. As he's going to work on this red cap that Greg's working on. Anyway, five foot steps back as to not provoke and hits with a 23 and does four damage. And Xerix's turn. I'm going to hit that bitch again. I take yep. a five foot step over here and I'm flanking and I roll yes. a hit. Uh, does a 13 hit. Just barely no. The second red or the red cap's turn. Let's see, five foot up, and he's going to use power attack. Greg, uh, that's a 23 to hit, Greg. It hit last time, it'll hit this time. Uh, 21 damage. Oh, big oof. Looks like Ranger Boy's in Napland. So you're unconscious and dying. Oh yeah, I'm at negative 5. What's your con? Uh, my con is 10. Oh, so you got 5 rounds left. Yo. Okay. This is Derek's secret plan to uh, end the podcast. <laughs> it's Deirga's turn. She'll five foot step back out of flanking, and she'll just regular attack. That's a 27. Uh, well, with my special just came out of stun bonus, that's going to miss. 13 damage, and then she's going to try to kick you. No, no, this multiple attack bullshit has to stop. I, I, I despise it. You'll get one in a couple levels. Yeah, that's like uh, seven months from now. <laughs> does a, does a tw- 20, 21 hit? Does a 21 yes, hit? Yes, it fucking hits. A 21? Yes. Uh, take eight more damage. Greg, go ahead and give me a... Um, I mean, my con is a... I, I have 10, so I don't have a modifier. So that's 18, so I make it. So you are stable. For now. Yeah, he'll probably just pretty grab me. Uh, Truxton, your turn. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I believe the red coat is going to get it again. And I will also, I will continue to study to strike her ass. Greg, did you activate racism power? I'm dead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 15. <laughs> sorry, bitch. A 15 does not hit. Doggo's turn. Truxton, 21. 12 damage and give me a fortitude save, Truxton. Uh, I just want to die and this to be over. 14. You're all right. That little halfling boy's turn. He's going to take a shot at Deirdre. Hits. Six damage. And Cyrix's turn. Um, I'm going to roll to intimidate her. Does a 31 do it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and I'm going to cast Psychic Leech. Uh, 12 on will save, so no. Nope. Okay, so she is fatigued for... 1d4 rounds. Actually, no. With Since she saved it, um, she is fatigued for 6 minutes, and I get a plus 2 enhancement bonus to strength the dex. So, that's going on. And I end my turn. Okay, so she's psychic leeched. Yes. Kiss my ass. Oh, we don't do damage. The red cap's turn. He closes in on Serio. And that hits his AC exactly. Serio's uh, in world of hurt. 21 damage. So Serio is at half hit points. Yeah, we uh, are. Kirga five foot steps up and will attack Cyrix with fatigue and shaken on. Roll them dice. 12. Nope. Greg doesn't have anything you can do, right? Uh, I don't think I can. I'm already stabilized. Okay, so that puts it at Truxton's turn. All right, the red menace. He's getting another blade. 29, that's a crit threat, too. Uh, confirm that crit. 28. Oh, I'm so sorry. That confirms. But you just crit her. <laughs> 17 damage. Nice. Looks like one more good hit will uh, get her going. Same. Um, we're going to use the same thing we did before. The dog is going to roll a d4 to see who he attacks. Uh, Hi. Low. Uh, 27 hits, Erix. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I hear you, motherfucker. How much damage? Uh, make a fortitude save while I figure it out. That's my worst save! 18. You're fine. 10 damage, you say? Yes. Ah, I am at 7 HP. Whew. A Sirio's turn. He's a spicy morning, boys. He's just gonna have to, I guess, move and take an attack of opportunity. Ace. Six on the dice. He gets out of it. So he'll take an attack at Deirga. And hit for six damage. She's still up. Cyrix's turn. I'm um, gonna whack um, Deirga. Okay. This is a 21 hit? Yes, thanks to uh, the fatigue condition. 21 damage. Bitch best be dead. Uh, she is unconscious. Woo! Sweet. Um, Which puts it at? As he pursues Serio, hits with power attack, and Serio's on his last limbs. Truxton, what? It's your turn. <laughs> you got, you got the, um, <laughs> you got Dog Boy, and you got the Red Cap that's red engaged cap. at the bottom of the. Fifteen. Who are you attacking? The Red Cap. <laughs> the, yeah. the one right in front of you is down. Oh, the dog. Conscious. <laughs> Um, okay. 15. Uh, yeah, that hits. 
Nine damage. For the listeners at home who weren't following along, that was obviously a studied strike. And shame on you. Uh, it is Slubber's turn. Fire to Truxton. And miss with 13. Uh, Serio. Gonna attempt an acrobatics check to get into the grease. Ugh. Two on the dice. And he... Oh, fucking prone. Uh, and then I guess he'll stand up, and that's his turn. He's not in a great position. Cyrix. Uh, yes. It's your turn. Ah, uh, whack the dog. Who get him? Thirteen. That's a miss. I okay, whack the dog again. That's a miss. Third time's the charm. Redcap's gonna go for Cyrio, and Cyrio is unconscious and dying. A truck stands turn again. Actually, everybody who's up, make a perception check or a knowledge nature check. Uh, 19 on the knowledge nature. Um, you recall some information that might be important about redcaps? What's up with redcaps? Uh, they have an ability called fast healing. Uh, every round... Oh, Jesus, fuck it. I don't even need to hear the end of this. All right, I'm attacking the redcap. Okay. Every round they restore so many hit points, and unless they're knocked under their con modifier they keep healing. So she's just slowly coming back. Yeah, yep, attacking the red cap. Go for it. No, it doesn't hit. What is it? 14. That hits. Oh, because she's unconscious or whatever? Yeah. 10 damage! Uh, she did. She did. Woo! Oh, Slobber's turn. He's gonna attack the person who just happened to his friend. And Slobber's rolling like shit. Everybody else is rolling well. Uh, he misses. Yay! Cyrix, your turn. I'm gonna kill the dog. 18. That hits. I'm staring at the dog, by the way. 14 damage. Uh, Oof. He's unconscious. You're welcome, all of you. Uh, the red cat advances. Trucks in and will attack. Wait, is Cyrio down? Yep. No! Well, actually, good. I forgot he was traded. Trucks in 15 damage. Uh, I'm dead. Well, dying. How do I determine how much longer I have to live again? How many hit points are you under? 10. What's your con score? Uh, 16. Yeah, you have six rounds. All right. Okay. The dog's dead. With a new burst of energy, as if it also has some form of healing, the dog uh, comes back and stands up and attempts to bite at Sturex. Ah! This is not going to end well. And miss it. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so then it's Cyrix's turn. Um, I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna take a five foot step here. That doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity, right? Right. And I'm going to whack at the red cat. I miss. Okay. It's been nice fighting with y'all. I got seven hit points left. Um. I think we're all dead already. Yeah. Cool. Shit, man. Nice game, guys. I guess we're all gonna die, and we're gonna have to play our power level characters, cause um. Those are the so, only other four heroes trapped in the dream world. So if you can survive the red cap and slobber, you might have a chance. Yeah, we'll see. Red cap five foot steps up. <laughs> Actually, he can't because he's in the grease. Moves up. So he'll swing his side. Fifteen. That doesn't hit. Slobber's turn. Sixteen. Does not hit. Okay. You got one round of fighting, yeah. Yeah. Um. Cyrix, your turn. Maybe I have two. I'm going to trigger uh, Compel Alacrity. I am going to move out of the dog and red cap's range without triggering an attack of opportunity because I have a magical spell within me. I'll be in the corner of the room because I'm going to escape out the door and leave all you fuckers to die. Okay, uh, so, so you're going to attack the dog? 
29 and it's a crit. That is a Kiss crit. my ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that confirms, I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, two 20s in a row confirm. So what do I roll? Yeah, doesn't matter, that's where I stuck. Bonus damage is not multiplied on a crit. Okay. So it's 2d4. 2d4 plus 10. Well. Do you get a 5? Yeah, plus 5. Is that? It's a, yeah. it's a plus 1 weapon, and I have a plus 3 strength, and something else. Two handed. Rage at the side of Fallen Truxton. Oh, it's um because you're two handing it? Yes, so that would be plus 14. 31 damage. Okay. He's uh, fairly unconscious. If he comes back, I swear to God, he's still in that grease. Can he do that? Yep, he's got 60 feet of movement. Jesus. Uh, but he had to take 70 feet to get to you, so that's a double move. Mm, so it's my turn? Yes. Cyrix versus the red cap. Okay. Um, I raise up my hands and, like, hold them out and in them appears a very large symbol, like, bigger than my head. Um, and it's just, like, glowing with fake godly energy. Okay, you cast a silent image. Um... Kaden, Callie, and Tully symbol. So you're gonna cast a silent image. You're gonna have to cast defensively. Okay. And the DC is 19, so... Well... Minor higher. Got a 50-50 shot. 24. Okay, so he makes... And I say be gone, thought. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, staring at him? I am staring at him, yes. So this is a DC 15 will save. It is. Well, I mean, not from the spell. The <clears throat> Whenever they're presented with a holy symbol... A red cap must make a DC 15 will save or become frightened for one minute and attempt to flee. So his will save bonus right now, thanks to the stare, is a plus five. It means a 10 or higher. You rolled a nine. 10 or higher uh, gets the save. And that is a six on the die. Battle's not over. And red cap goes, no! And he just kind of backs up and starts running. Yeah, so you have one minute. And the grease is still on the ground. <laughs> um, and I figure out who's, like, gonna die first. Yeah, actually, uh, Truxton, roll three constitution checks. Okay. I think the liberals need to roll a constitution check and look for a second <laughs> <Lincoln> amendment. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Uh, so what? What is that? A twenty plus sixteen then for Constitution? If my yes. Constitution sixteen, the modifier says three. Eighteen, nineteen, fifteen. Uh, the nineteen should get it. So you're stable at negative eleven. Or okay, I don't know. They're all everybody's stable, Cyrix. Okay. But I don't know. You got <clears throat> you got one minute or ten rounds. Okay. Um. Plus, however much time it takes him to get back. Got healing potions on you, Truxton? Sure do. What about you, Greg? I believe I'm out. Uh, I got a bet for you, Greggy. Well, I'm trying to figure out whose body I should go to, and I figure I can heal that person once I've snatched the potions. Well, I have the uh, wand of full heals. And the rare candy. <laughs> Actually, I have three rare candies. Looks like I he can do that, two attacks he got now. That, he got <laughs> that 99 rare candies because he used the missing no glitch. I'm going to go over to Truxton and... Uh, fiddle around in his belt until I find the potions. 
and I will. <laughs> and I will give him uh, a potion of cure light wounds. Okay. Uh, roll one d eight plus one. You heal for three, Tristan. We're still dead. Um, I give him one more. You heal for six. Yay! Are you up? Um. Yes. Okay. Oh, no. No. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm negative one. Um. Just heal other people. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, with two potions, I'm tired of trying, and that's two rounds I can't get back, so I'm going to advance over to Greg, and I'm sh- I assume I have to make that acrobatics check. Yeah. How the, how long does Grease last? <laughs> Min- minutes a level. Uh, 15. Is that a good acrobatics check? Yeah, you pass. Okay. Um, I give Greg a potion of cure lay wounds. <laughs> last one. Okay. Roll above a five, please. Look, I'm working on it, bud. I believe Nine! You. <laughs> Look at that. I believe the Sirio is a traitor still, and also I'm sure Grogook has some kind of spell up his ass, so uh, we'll, I'll leave him and the rest down. And it's uh, me and Greg, and we need to kill a red cow. <laughs> you got a potion of... Moderate wounds. Who do I give it to? Do you want it, Traxton? I mean... But how do we heal no. Grogook? I can't say no, because I'm down. Should I give it to him, Greg? Sorry. Should I give it to him, Greg? Go for Greg, it. Honey, I'm home. Okay. And I motion Greg to follow me, because that red cap's coming back. And what do I roll for, uh... Well, let me roll acrobatics again. Jesus fucking Christ. 13. Does that make the save? Um, what's the... You're moderate. 2d8 plus 3. Okay, you heal for 16, Truxton. Nice. Uh, Truxton? Yeah. Uh, you, you got a pretty bad feeling in the pit of your stomach. Okay. Do you have a knowledge arcana? I do. Uh, Twenty-five. So you're you're surveying the room, and something about this dog doesn't feel right. And you look at it, and it reminds you of maybe storybooks or something you've heard as a kid. And you just kind of stare, and you go, "This thing's skin reminds me of some kind of other creature." It's it's almost like it's it's troll-like. All right, first of all, I don't go anything, all right? So let's okay. back that up. Well, that, that's what's in your mind. All right. Uh, this guy's a troll. Wait, who's a troll? Dog. It's got troll skin. And Greg, when he says that, it kind of flashes in your mind. You didn't recognize it before, but he's right. It's, you're not 100% sure, but you think it's a troll hound. God damn it, do we have any fire or acid? Uh, I got, like, a torch. Burn it. Yep. Uh, so trolls and troll hounds have an ability called regeneration, which is constantly active. Ah. Like you could put it on, you could put it down negative a hundred hit points, and it's still still there. As long as there's a piece of its body, it'll regenerate until the regeneration is stopped. Trolls Trux- are stopped by fire or acid. Truxton, you got any fun, spicy? Potions and drugs that you could uh, a, utilize. A, a torch will be good. Enough. Okay. Um, uh, I like light the torch and I um, touch it to the dog. Uh, Trollhound is dead. Thank God. Outside of the door, you guys are all near. Uh, you hear rustling as the thing is coming back. Do you do any repair, or are you just gonna wait and let it come to you? And it sounds like it's coming from the door it left in, and not the other one. Right. Okay. It's coming through the bottom. Then um, I'm going to get I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to ready an action to shoot the first red cap that walks to that door. So I can only move in half in Greece? Okay, how do I... Is there any way I can get here before he comes back? Yeah. Do I just make the check once? 
I'm just gonna. You have plenty of time to. Okay. Do it. Like, you know, this is his only entrance, so you set him up. I'm moving down here. Okay. Now I motion to Truxton to follow. I, I follow. So, are you guys doing something when he comes in, or. I mean. Casting spells or anything? If I can attack him as soon as he walks through that door, I'll do it. We're gonna be down there. I'm gonna be a little bit closer. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it... Readying a surprise round. Ha <laughs> ha! I shoot him. I shoot okay. him. I shoot him. Have to be there. Hit. Okay, all three of you make your all three of you make attack rolls. Twenty-eight. That hits. Can I stare at him? Sure. Twenty-four. That hits. Twenty-one. That hits. Twenty-five damage. Fourteen damage. Seven. Forty-six damage total. Who wants one, two? Who wants three, four? Who wants five, six? I'll do one, two. Three, four. This is hitting Cyrix for sure. It's a six. Ah. Uh, is that Greg? Yep. He'll move up to Greg. That's God damn it! Attack super, of opportunity, y'all. Okay, super pissed off. Yeah, do I get an attack of opportunity? Yeah, do I get an attack? Oh. I I know how the game <laughs> works. <laughs> I'm trying to justify his decision. I think I get an attack. Everybody gets attacks of opportunity. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> okay, so the, the red cap, yeah. like. Okay, so Greg's arrow hits him, and it knocks his cap off, which makes him really mad, so he goes after Greg. Um, that was genius DMing, Derek. Red caps really like their hats. That makes sense. They do. They really do. So he, like, charges after Greg, but Cyrix and Truxton can get attacks of opportunity. Also, if you're going to hop on this grease, you better make that acrobatics check. He makes it automatically. 19. Uh, Cyrix, you hit. 17 damage. He's in bad shape. He is unconscious. <laughs> Big fuck. So you know, he's disabled. He's at zero. Fellas, one thing I know about the, that I've learned in this fight is that he's unconscious, so we don't have to worry about it. Let's all take a long rest. Charkson, cut its head if off. If he's if he's unconscious and just at zero, you can coup de gras him. <gasps> I mean, yeah. Just kill him. <laughs> I pull my crossbow out. So he's gonna as disabled <laughs> He's disabled, but he gets one more action. So he's gonna attack. Uh is a twenty-two hit you, Greg. Yes. I have four HP fuck you, Derek. That's one, three, oh. and then and then ten. Oh, I, I actually I'm dead. So take thirteen. What? You're dead? I have 10 con. I have 4 health. You did 14 damage. I did 13 damage. You did 13? It, a 1 on the die, a 2 on the die, and then plus 10. Greg, no! Not what you told me. Alright, I am at I'm negative sure. 9. Okay. Greg, no! Um, and then the red cap goes unconscious. So, you guys got 1 round to save Greg? Truxton, we've used up all of our healing options. What do you got? It's a DC 15 heal check. Um... Make that heal check, Truxton. Hold on. Do I have anything for this? Do you have the spell Cure Light Wounds? Truxton can only use his spells on himself. Hmm. All right, I'm going to attempt to save Greg, and I have an inspiration dice that I have not used, so I will use that in the heal attempt. Okay. And I will also use a healer's kit, which I believe I either have or can pick up off Sirio's body. And I'll roll that. Uh, and that's a 15. It's DC 15. So Greg is stabilized. So he's not gonna die. 
So now you have. So now you have. All right. Now I will coup de gras with the crossbow. My standard action. Excellent. That was that was your that was your standard action. I know. Okay. So now you got Greg at zero, or Greg at negative nine, and you got the red cap who is at negative one, but has fast healing three. You had to save Will first. Yeah, that's true. So, Cyrix, it's your turn. I just coup de gras the fucking thing. (laughs) Okay, please miss for me so I can do this. Okay, um... Coup de gras is an automatic crit or automatic full damage? Or is it just auto damage? Uh, I don't remember. Let me Google. I think it's an auto crit, so roll your crit damage. 16 damage. He gets a fortitude save against that damage, and he's dead. God damn it, Siri. I, like, angrily wave my crossbow at her. <laughs> I mean, you can just coup de gras me and end Listen, it. Listen, I'm coup de grawing somebody. <laughs> and, I, and, I look at, and I look at at Greg's body. <laughs> I, uh, since me and Drexton are the only ones up, kind of nod my head towards the halfling, and I'm like, they won't know. They're, we can just say that he passed away before we could help him. Oh, I thought you were coming on to me. Yeah, let's kill him. <laughs> so, you go around, we'll do, we'll do all the loot off air, except for one item. You go over to Halp's body and you find that club that he had wielding in his, or he had in his beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody give me a spellcraft check. Uh, I got a good spellcraft, I think. Uh, 23. Uh, that'll probably work, though. No, I got rolled just in case it's 25. Alright. Uh, this is a rare magical item known as the Corrigan Club. Etchings of small, hairy folk adorn this naughty plus one thundering club. Once per day as a standard action, a wielder can animate his own hair to wield the club without his hands for four rounds, as if the Corrigan Club had the dancing weapon special property. The wielder's head hair or beard must be at least two feet long to activate this ability. Sundering the wielder's hair two hit points immediately causes the Corrigan Club to fall to the ground and renders the wielder unable to activate the special ability until the lost length regrows dancing weapon is essentially an animated weapon that acts on its own, can full attack the wielder's base attack bonus, but the wielder doesn't actually have to make those attacks. That's cool. Yeah. And it is worth a very, very pretty penny. You can sell it at market for 6,700 gold pieces. Wow. If none of you want to use it for whatever reason. Alright, I'm gonna do that and then buy a thousand Cure Light Wounds. Okay. On Hulk's body, you also find five potions of Cure Light Wounds, uh, to which you immediately use to wake up your party members. <laughs> that way they're awake for this. You just don't want me and Trexton to take the best loot for ourselves. Everybody give me perception checks. 27. 31. We'll see everything. There's nothing of interest inside the room except for a couple pieces of you know random loot, like the scythe and stuff, which we'll talk about again off air uh but outside through the window uh that green light that was surrounding the fort is kind of lifting in the air like a fog and uh it starts to condense into this humanoid like shape so this green 
seemingly female from the hair coalesces from the green light and begins approaching port. Ah. She stands in the center and like beckons to you. I approach her. Do I kneel at her feet. Do we all go? I stand suspiciously. <laughs> As you get closer, she says, Heroes of legend, I'm sorry I've put you in this situation, but I think it's all its all better now. I think what you've done at this fort is fixed things, at least for you. I'm fearfully, I feel like I'm losing my mind, but there are things you need to know. Perhaps we'll help your quest. This fort was once a Chernsonado Ranger Fort, but the great black dragon Isabarak laid waste to it. This dragon now governs another fort further in the woods. The great Chernsonado Ranger Fort, Fort Trelawney. It holds very strategic. Then she kind of like twitches. Trelawney holds very strategic importance to to the forest and honestly to the border regions. Saving it is very important, but there's also, I sense danger coming from where I am. The, the town of Longshadow feel we will soon be under siege, and Longshadow might be, as of now, the only stronghold left in Nirmathos that hasn't been taken over by the Iron Fangs. I don't know what to do, and I'm, I'm so sorry I got you stuck in this. I just, I wanted you to see the path forward, but obviously it didn't work. I'm losing my mind, and I I probably won't be much help, but for these fleeting moments, I can answer anything, any questions you might have. Does Cyrix have a crush on me? Yes. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> the one question we fucking had to waste. You son of a... You could have just asked to be trucked in. wasted. <laughs> Wait, does she really go away forever? No. I, I have a question for you. Um, are, so you say that you wanted to show us path, oh, whatever. So are we in your imagination right now, or is this real? Is this, I, I'm the physical, material plane of life existence? The mindscape I created to try to show you the way, the green, green that you all have been experiencing, that's that was the not real part, and it, it corresponded to certain parts of the real world, but when you were within that light, it, it wasn't real. I feel part of the reason I'm losing myself is I've just destroyed the mindscape, and that's what you're seeing right now. I've almost become it in a way. So, so, so we're actually at a, a real Chansonado Ranger fort right yes, now. It, you have been the whole time. Like leagues, some... leagues away from our refugee camp. Oh, I wouldn't say leagues, miles perhaps. You're still in the Fangwood. It's about twenty miles away. Then you guys would know that from like the maps that were in that book you found. You knew approximate locations. You just didn't know what was going on at them. Okay. But 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 for now the or, the mindscape is permanently destroyed. I don't know if you learned anything from it or took anything from it, but I, I I killed it. Maybe I killed part of myself. Who are those people in the mindscape? People. Yes, there was a group of mean. I mean, every... I implanted a fake version of the dragon for you to see, but I don't know. I don't know what you mean, people. 
The... They're monsters. You explain, Greg. While we were in a different part of the dream with the doppelgangers, and the dragon showed up, there was another group of people that all seemed to be somehow connected to us and our pasts. And they were much stronger than us. They handily defeated the image of the dragon. I, I, we only were allowed a brief moment of interaction before we were spirited away. I, I don't know. I, I mean, third part of after... I began having like a, a mental breakdown pretty early on in the process, and I guess I didn't see some of it, but that, that just doesn't sound like it makes any sense to me. Maybe if... Maybe some of your memories got intertwined into the mindscape, but I, I, I don't know how that would have happened. If you say there was connection to you some way, it, it was not my doing. I, I fear I am running out of time, but I, I don't know if I can help you anymore. I just... Let me ask, what, knowing what you know about the Iron Fangs and what's going on, what, what do you see is your goal? What, what do you want to accomplish in this war? I want to that... free my land of these invaders. Make sure my, this place is safe for my family. And the rest of you, do you ally with him? Or at least his idea? With all my heart. I remain silent. There's something about the four of you that gives me hope. Maybe it's time this war it isn't fought as a defensive war. Maybe it's time to take the battle to them. Like like I said, the Gradius of Barak is controlling a fort, and there are battles that can be predicted and fought against. Anything I can do to help you before. <clears throat> she twitches again, and her hand smacks in the air as if she's trying to grab something that isn't there. Before, before I'm lost, is there anything I can help with in this, in your quest? Find safe. Uh, can you give me, like, a couple potions of Cure Moderate Wounds? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not physically here, my boy. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, we talk about this war that we're supposedly fighting in. That's a discussion for another time. Um, we've got, like, 30 people at our camp, give or take. I don't know how many people I actually have. Um, if you can predict what may come. Where would we find more recruits? Because so far, every place we've been has just had a lot of dead people. Kind of a mood killer. I will say this. One of the reasons that Trelawney has such a strategic importance, because many of the rangers there are still alive, is if Arik is toying with them, using them for food and just playthings. If you can liberate the fort, you might find... Not only the people at the fort will come to your aid, but also the rangers hiding in the forest will recognize you as liberators, and I would imagine you could convince them to help you. But in this part of the country, the Churn Sonardo, best hope. Now let's say we took the opposite tact and tried to avoid adding any more people to our group. Blair and Cyrix. How might we best convince some folks who have already tagged along with us to leave. Uh, you can um, kind of sense she's just like staring at you, trucks, and she goes, a five-minute yep. conversation with you might help. <laughs> Listen, I've tried it. I know. It usually works. 
And may I say, you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> okay. That's it? How about a, how about a thank you, Mr. <laughs> Dr. Truxton? All right, you're booking it there. <laughs> do you have any questions, William? How the hell do we get out of here? I want to be in the real world again. Oh, you're in luck. You're already there. I look around. What's I see? Thought we were still in some kind of bullshit place. Nope. The, the, she said earlier that she destroyed her mindscape. This was never part of it. It was just surrounded by it. Well, then How where quickly are, can you solve a Rubik's Where are we? <laughs> You're in Fort Riston. It's about 20 miles away from camp. Fucking stupid mindscape teleporting bullshit. Well, I'll let you all move along. I I don't know what state I'll be in if we ever see each other again. Good good luck. Bye. And not respectfully, but also suspiciously. And then there's like a brilliant green flash and the light being that she is just kind of disperses. She's gone. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Jesus Christ, I got Daisy. Yeah, that was a... That's a glad Hulk didn't do more damage to you guys last week. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.